0: Hello and welcome back to the Sports Brief podcast. Colton Hall here uh, for another week of a show. Uh, I think that's how this intro goes. I don't know, uh, but we're also joined by Mr. Ben Connor to my left. Mr. Connor, thanks for joining me.
1: Hey, thanks for having me. I'm fired up. It's been a while. and been you know trying to get me for a while, so I'm finally on here and let her rip. I knew
0: you were a little nervous, so I didn't want I didn't want to rush you. Um, but uh, then we've also got our uh, Mr. Mr. Rancor. I got to bow down. I appreciate you coming on again, uh, co-host. How you doing, big guy?
2: Yeah, it's good to be back. I recently survived the coronavirus. <laughs> uh, this last week, I got pretty sick last week. But, you know, I'm feeling pretty good, so.
0: Oh, good. I'm glad. We're glad you're OK, because uh, you might be the only one of the only cases in the U.S. I don't know. Like, no, you actually I
1: have I don't, I don't know uh, what I have. Oh. He didn't have <laughs> <coronavirus>. <laughs> uh, Superman or something. Uh, yeah. ready to go. Um
0: Let's go. uh Let's kind of jump right into this. But before we do, actually, I got a little bit of a thing. Make sure you guys check out our website for the latest videos. Uh That's the st- uh, www, uh dot uh, the sports podcast dot com for the latest episodes and merchandise also remember to subscribe for weekly sporting takes brought to you by the sports Brief podcast this entire episode is dedicated to what the green bay packers need to do in terms of off season uh really just getting better um and i'm gonna turn i'm gonna start with tristan um uh even though we've got a lot of different things to cover do you want to start with the, with the green bay or you want to go to the, the xfl team
2: we can go ahead and start with Green Bay. That's fine. Let's
0: go ahead and start with Green Bay. I'm going to throw you guys right in the fire right away. So, Tristan, we're going to start with you. The biggest thing Green Bay needs to do in order to be Super Bowl contenders?
2: They need to – the two biggest things they need to do is acquire a better inside linebacker, get rid of Blake Martinez, and get help uh, for Aaron Rodgers, another wide receiver. I think those are the two biggest things they need to do. They got some – uh, they got a lot of big-name free agents coming up here. I think that starts in about a month free agency, if I'm right. Um, Brian Belaga, uh Tremont Williams, Mason Crosby, Geronimo Allison, Mercedes Lewis, Blake Martinez, Alan Lazard, Jake Kumaro. We need to keep Brian Bulaga, Mason Crosby, and in my opinion, I think we should keep Alan Lazard as well. Uh, I really like him. I think he'd be a valuable number three receiver. Um, we need to get rid of Jimmy Graham, even though he's not a free agent. I think we need to trade him away or get rid of him somehow. Um, we need to get rid of Blake Martinez or make him a backup or give him a lesser role on the defense. And we need to I think we should get rid of Geronimo Allison. I think he's just kind of a waste of space in the wide receiver room, honestly. Um, he's had some big plays, but for the most part, he's hurt or he's dropping the ball. Uh I don't I don't I'm not a big fan of him. They need to acquire a middle linebacker or wide receiver. One of the two they need to get via free agency. There's some good free agent wide receivers and middle linebackers this year. Um, Whichever one they don't go after in free agency, they need to draft in the first round, in my opinion, either a middle linebacker or a wide receiver. There's a lot of good wide receivers in this year's draft class. Um, I know there's a few good middle linebackers, but it wouldn't hurt for them to also add a couple good interior defensive linemen um, because, I mean, you saw what the 49ers did to the middle of the, Defensive lineman
3: uh, they well, ran. It,
0: yeah. I feel like they did that to everybody, though. Like, the 49ers were, like, legit, like, the like powerhouse. Like, I know we're talking about that later, but they were, like, doing that to everybody.
2: Yeah, yeah it, was, just... it was bad. I mean, Raheem Mostert, I think he had, like, 140. No, he had, like, he had close to 100. I think it was 100 or 110 yards before contact in that game. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So, he wasn't even touched. He was just flying through holes. And, yeah, it was ridiculous. But those are the biggest things I think Green Bay needs to do. Aaron Rodgers, uh, he's going to play at a high level for, I think, another good <coughs> four years, in my opinion.
0: Four uh, I don't years?
2: Yeah.
0: You guys think that? Yeah.
2: yeah. He's looking good. He stays healthy. He's
0: healthy. A... Okay. Yeah, he's
2: good. He's healthy. I think he'll be fine. He doesn't need to use his legs that much anymore. So
0: mm. I
2: think he's got the best arm I've ever seen. Oh yeah. Um, so as long as he's got that arm, I think he's
0: fine. So. Mm-hmm. Mr. Conant, biggest thing the Packers need to do?
1: Hey, um, it's pretty cut and dry, and I actually agree with Tristan a lot of this. Um, I think looking at cap space right now, we're sitting about $22 million. I don't know if that's you had him at, too, but I'm pretty sure that's where we're at. So we got some money to play with and, uh, you know, being aggressive. I think, you know, our GM, Brian Guttencuss, In the two years he's been here has done a great job. Um, you know, we kind of look at it, too. because saw last year, he's like, holy cow, he did incredible. But now you go into year three where he's at, and it's like he's got, he has to do it again yeah. for us. You know, I think— once again, we're in that window. Your window's short in the NFL, and you got to you gotta do what you can to be aggressive. Um, the first one, though, and this is the biggest one for me, is cut Jimmy Graham. Um yes. <laughs> He, I, ah, ever since he stepped, you know, foot on field, ah, he just, he's so frustrating. Um, He's just a former shell of what he used to be. And, uh, you know, stat-wise here, you know, looking looking through it, he's got, he's averaged 33.8 yards per game. That's not good enough. And five touchdowns in 32 games, yes, that's not cutting it. Um, you know, I think just right from the get go, Aaron Rodgers and him never had that connection, and uh, that's huge with the Rodgers. You've seen if Rodgers makes a connection with you right away, um, with you know, Devontae Adams and Alan Lazard, I think he has that connection with him, um, which is you know, keep him around. That's good. We want to keep that connection going, uh, but he never had it with Jimmy Graham, and then on top of that, I mean, he's one of the worst blocking tight ends in the NFL, and that, I and mean, you have a dude like Aaron Jones, let's find a tight end that can. Can you know lead for him and block yeah. and, and seal the edge, uh, but that's number one. The number two is resign Brian Beluga. Uh, you know he's been awesome. You know the health concerns has been his biggest thing. But last year he started in all sixteen games. So um, I know he's thirty one years old and he's getting up there. Uh, but he's been huge. And and uh, you know looking at Rogers passer rating um, with Beluga on the field, it's around ninety nine. Without him, it's drops way down to eighty eight. So um, the numbers don't lie there and then just looking at this you know beluga's been there from day one him and david Bacchiari, um with Rodgers. and so i mean colton you know this the offensive line i mean you go into a locker room an nfl locker room or a locker room in football in general and the offensive linemen are the dudes that hold it together oh yeah um i see it as a player you know playing for so long and then as a coach as well now yeah. Um, the offensive line is they're the glue guys if you can keep him around and in that presence and that leadership and just keeping it consistent absolutely um that's what super bowl teams have oh yeah and so we resigning him i think is going to be huge um more so i mean not just from his performance on the field but also in the locker room as well
0: I, I could be wrong about this but don't the packers have the best i think they have the best left tackle and then like the number two or three right tackle yeah, like,
1: I, yeah backyard and then beluga yeah, so that's what I thought. yeah we, i mean offensive line isn't a problem um, keeping Beluga, that would be a huge step forward, you know. Yeah. So once again, Tristan, and I agree with you there. Um, couple more here, number three, add a receiver, whether it's in the first round, um, through free agency, you know, we got money to work with. Um, find someone, someone that can be that number two guy uh, that can help Aaron Rodgers out. You know, it can't just be Devontae Adams, um, you know, someone that's consistent, someone that can take some pressure off. Uh, yeah. What I'd like to see, honestly, is maybe, you know, using a free agency here, you know, going after a tight end, um, Hunter Henry and Austin Hooper, two guys I really like, uh, specifically Hunter Henry. Um, I know he's going to be pursued pretty aggressively, but I think the Packers can, you know, hey, you want to come play for Aaron Rodgers, Mm -hmm. Um, contend for a Super Bowl. Yeah, I think that's enough right there. So um, that's something I'd like to see. And then, you know, look at a wide receiver there in the second round, someone that can can make a difference. Uh, Number four. Tristan already said it, clean up things at linebacker here. Um, I'm sure all of us listening, you guys I know, um, we all saw the NFC championship game. Yeah. Um, brutal. Brutal. Our front sevens it's it's not good enough to win a Super Bowl. I mean, that's all there is to it. Blake Martinez. you know, I, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, I believe he led the NFL in tackles the last two years. Something like that, yeah. But he's but he's limited. I mean, he can't cover anybody. Um, side to side, he struggles. You know, he can read well, but um, you saw, I mean, you know, the outside zone, wide zone stuff that 49ers run, um, he struggles and and, and making plays in open field. And, uh, you know, we're already locked in on the edge with the Smith brothers, drafted Rashawn Gary last year in the first round, so we can't go and sign any guys on the edge. So it's got to be inside linebacker here. Um, B.J. Goodson played, you know, last year's the other inside linebacker, and he wasn't very good. He's going to be out. Um, Oren Burks, they drafted him two years ago in the third round out of uh, Purdue, and he's been hurt the last two seasons. He hasn't been good enough. so. Clean some, clean some things up at linebacker. Either sign somebody or go after somebody in the first and second round. Um, but, uh, you know, pretty cut and dry there. And the last thing I have that I just wrote down is, is lock up Kenny Clark long-term here. Um, yes. He's quietly been one of the most impressive D tackles in the NFL, I think. Mm-hmm. And uh, locking him up long-term, keep him happy, solidify our front seven that we need to work on on the defensive side and, and keep going. Um, the only problem there is that Aaron Jones is going to come in here in a contract year next year. Um, I'm sure, you know, what I'd like to see is probably franchise tag and Jones might as well, mm-hmm. you know, give us another year to work with him and see if he is that dude for us. You know, it can't yeah. just be one year, but Kenny Clark's been there for years now and he's been awesome. I'd like to see him locked up long term. So right there is kind of the five things that I wrote down that the Packers need to do. Um, Pretty easy. I mean, it's mm-hmm. some. I think we're already in Super Bowl contention. The window's small. It's let's go. Let's be aggressive here.
0: Yeah. I, I absolutely agree. The only thing I have about the Packers, and I actually kind of uh, – I, the, it's the same thing you guys said. Kenny Clark, I feel like, is the only good defensive tackle, like the first sure uh, guy that's always – even against the Vikings, 49ers, whoever it was, he was creating uh, – he was uh, he was penetrating. He was uh, – his pass rush, pass rush moves are something that I, I really like. Um, and he's just – he's a hand. You know, my, that's something my dad always said. When a guy was a really good player, you just call him a hand because, I mean, dude can play. That's all you need to say about it. And on the other side of this, I I think that enough is enough. The Packers have to re-sign and consider signing in free agency a top wide receiver free agent in, I don't know, Amari Cooper, um, maybe trade for Odell. Uh, I think those – because here's the thing. I know everybody says, and it, it maybe has some validity to it, that Aaron Rodgers hasn't been his normal self. And that's probably true to some extent. But let's look who he's working with. Jake Kumaro? I'm pretty sure you <laughs> played at, Whitewater. Yeah, went to an D- NAIA D- school or a t- D- D2. D3, I'm yeah. sorry. And then, you know, you got Alan Lazard. I, well, he was undrafted, right? Yeah, at Iowa State. Iowa State. Literally, these bunch of no-name guys. You can't expect a Hall of Fame quarterback. I even see, think you see the same thing with Tom Brady. You can't expect a Hall of Fame quarterback to try to do something with a whole bunch of nobodies. Like, I mean, I'm not, not trying to, to downplay anybody. They, they made some good plays this year. They really did. Uh, I was actually a big fa- uh, big fan of Jake Kumaro because I, the guy came out and there was a couple plays I was like, that wowed me. Mm-hmm. As a Vikings fan, that hurts me to say that. But... I still right. think it comes down to the fact that if you want your, your star quarterback to be able to have a, a little bit of a rejuvenation uh, in his career, I think you need to go out and you need to be aggressive, like you guys have been saying. Go out and get an A.J. Green. Go out and get an Amari Cooper, a guy that uh, stretches the field. Because, you know, you guys said it. Devontae Adams is extraordinary. He's uh, one of the best wide receivers in the entire NFL. Makes Xavier Rhodes, you know, he sons them every time they play. Yeah. <laughs> and I think, I think in order for Aaron Rodgers to be able to take and uh, be – Take that next step of kind of showing that he's back. You guys need to go out and get a number one wide receiver other than Devonte Adams.
2: Yes, so. I agree completely with all of that. Except I don't agree with us going after a tight end. Really, um, I, I don't, don't think, like that idea. I don't. I don't think Green Bay should spend money on another tight end. Um, the reason I say this, I I really really like Jay Sternberger. I do too. Um, I think um, he can be really good when yeah. he played. When I mean, he, he was only throwing the ball two or three times the whole year, I think. But yeah, when sure. he played and he didn't catch the ball, I mean, he he played fullback for a while when Danny Vitale was out. <laughs> the dude can block. Like, yeah, he, he's dude. He looks, like, he's fast. He's faster than Jimmy Graham. Um, he probably has better hands. He doesn't tackle himself like Jimmy Graham does. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I really like Jay Sternberger. I want him to be a starter next year because I think <laughs> he's just a big receiver. He's fast. He's got good hands. And that's that's kind of like what JerMichael Finley was when we had JerMichael Finley.
1: Right. Yeah. He when was talked to him back.
0: Yeah.
2: I don't know. I wouldn't. I don't know. Dream scenario. I'd cut Jimmy Graham. He's the highest paid tight end in the NFL. Somehow. Yeah. Uh, he's brutal. Yeah. But get rid of Jimmy Graham. That'll free up <laughs> 11 million in cap space. Something like that. Yeah. And, and go go try to trade for OBJ. I mean, there's that'd be my dream scenario. Odell Beckham. I don't care what anybody says about him. I don't think he's a cancer off the field. Mm-hmm. I think he's winning. He's all right. He, play, he plays with a lot of passion and I feel like he leaves it all on the field. You don't ever see him getting in trouble. I mean, besides slapping the police officers, but, uh, <laughs> I mean, that was nothing, but I mean, yeah. there's, yeah, there's Amari Cooper, AJ green. I wouldn't mind seeing AJ green. I like him a lot. Yeah. Robbie Anderson, Emmanuel Sanders are all free agents. So they definitely could go get a solid number two, but I just don't think after trying our luck on, uh, martellus bennett and then jimmy graham and failing miserably on both of them i don't think green bay should try to spend a lot of a lot of money on another tight end because it's Mm -hmm. not working i feel like the offense that we run isn't very tight end friendly when it comes to passing the football um unless it's just that's how bad jimmy graham is he makes it look like that's not what the offense is built for but yeah i I just think we should go all in on a wide receiver draft a a linebacker in the first round maybe
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. My, my big question here, though, is is Aaron Jones, like, okay, don't get me wrong. The dude scored, like, what, 16, 17 rushing touchdowns last year? Yeah. My question is, if uh, – this is a big if. If Aaron Rodgers, even if you guys bring in somebody and he's not necessarily the same, like, he can still get the job done. Mm-hmm. He can still win playoff games and do some great things for you. I'm not arguing that. What I'm saying is, at some point, do you guys have to maybe almost shift your offense more towards an Aaron Jones attack? Like, if, mm-hmm. if Rodgers proves that he can't – it shoulder the load like he has been in the past. I, I think you have to strongly consider that because there's a lot of different things that Aaron Jones can do other than catching the like other than running the football. He catches the football very well. I think I've seen him block uh, pretty well. I mean, that's as a running back, you you usually hit to ask a running back to block, but he
1: seems up for it. Yeah, I mean, he wasn't terrible. You know, I uh, I look at it and you know, with Matt Lafleur, new coach, first year in, under his system, and he comes from that Shanahan-based system as offense as well. Like the Forty ers are running, where you know you will line up and run zone, 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 and then hit him with play action. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I'd I like to see. I want to do that. There's games this year when we were following what LaFleur wanted, mm-hmm. and we were running the ball and being effective doing it. And then there's games like the Chargers and the 49ers in the regular season where Rodgers kind of did his own thing. I mean, I felt like he was out there. He'd call audibles, and and we struggled. We, we sucked on offense. So mm-hmm. I'd like yeah. to see them really focus around Aaron Jones here, get him going, and then use Rodgers – you know, like they use Garoppolo and, and play action and keep him healthy, keep his legs good and his arm good and, um, you know, for that longevity. But Yeah, absolutely. Um,
0: okay, XFL teams uh, that we're going to follow and root for. Uh, ben, we'll start with you. Did you have an XFL team that you looked at and you absolutely felt Yeah, so
1: last weekend or Saturday, Sunday, I watched all four games. Today I watched, Um. well, before I came over, I was watching the Battle Hawks and Roughnecks going out, and I also watched the two games yesterday. So I've actually been pretty involved here in the the, the XFL. Uh, but the team that I've started cheering for here is the Houston Roughnecks. Um, number one, I just love P.J. Walker, watching him play out great. of Temple. Um, I don't know if he, today, it's all over Twitter, it's going to be you know a candidate for touchdown throw of the year. But uh, sidearm, I mean, it was incredibly mm-hmm. threw under. I don't know if you guys seen it, but he's fun to watch and he's doing awesome. Um, June Jones, our head coach, is an um, originator of the run and shoot offense. I love watching that um bringing it back and just keeping it simple and watching those guys just break off their routes in the middle of a of a play and seeing pj walker um you know see it and throw it thats a lot of fun um and then i also another thing i like about them uh is they kind of have they use the old houston oilers logo their version of their own so i kind of like that a little yeah. throwback uh but they've been fun to watch i think they're 2-0 and now so mm-hmm. that's kind of the team i'm rooting for i guess okay Mr.
0: Rangor, what do you
1: got?
2: Yeah, I only I only put this in the outline because it was an assignment for one of my classes. So <laughs> yeah. be. I haven't watched any so. of the games honestly yet. I've I've watched some highlights, but it was it was my assignment to pick a team to root for and follow on Twitter and kind of follow throughout the season. I picked the St. Louis BattleHawks. I don't really. I think they lost today, right, to Houston.
1: Yeah, or, yeah Houston. Yeah.
2: Um, but yeah, I'm gonna start watching a little more. I don't know. From what I've seen so far, it's. It's uh, having a lot more success than the XFL had the first time around, and yeah. you know it's good to see. But yeah, that's that's who I'm gonna pick, and that's who I'm gonna start following. It's about all I got. I haven't watched anything yet, <laughs> so
0: I watched the I think um, I watched <laughs> the Elliott Wildcats and the Roughnecks go at it last, last week. week yeah. um, and I, f- I fell in love with P.J. Walker uh, because just, like, the fluidity that he has, the arm strength. I just – I he's probably going go to go the NFL. He
1: looks like so. NFL quarterback. Yeah, he
0: does. I was like <laughs> – He's well, good. Why is – like, there's – the XFL is for players that, you know, I don't know if you – Last can,
1: like, chance. Yeah, last yeah. chance.
0: P.J. Walker looks like he should be in the
1: NFL. Just try out.
0: Yeah. And I'm thinking that uh, – now, I have to go with the L.A. Wildcats here. I know they're, they're owned to. <laughs> yes. That's tough. Uh, but I'm a Vikings fan. We don't win a lot anyway, so it's nothing new for me. But <laughs> – I'm gonna go with the uh, I'm gonna go in with L.A. for number one because it's Wildcats, my old high school, uh, old, my high school mascot. We always, even though we never won a state title, you don't <laughs> need to bring that up. Okay, colors on. Uh, yeah, and then uh, you know my grand uh, grandmother, my girlfriend Alyssa is from L.A. And the last time I didn't pull for the 49ers in the Super Bowl, uh, suffice to say, I got reamed because <laughs> L.A. She's like, well, the Vikings are in the Super Bowl. Why don't you s- rooting for California teams? I'm like. Liz, stop. Like, no, I, I wanted Patrick Mahomes to win that from the very beginning. So this time, Liz, I'll go with L.A., okay? Um, and I still think that um, – Everybody, like in South Dakota, and plus I feel like a lot of my buddies, maybe not even from South Dakota, like everybody's going for the Dallas Renegades. Like they're all, why? yeah, I don't know. Like nobody's from Dallas. Nobody's from like even like even anywhere around there. We're all from South Dakota. Everybody's saying that they're going for the Dallas Renegades. I'm going to go against the green. I'm going to go for a losing team. And that's why I'm, I'm, you know, I'm going for the Wildcats. And then finally, the Wildcats also have Sean Oakman. Like, mm. have you guys seen all those from memes? Baylor? Yeah. yeah. Those memes, literally yeah. the funniest things I've ever seen. Dude's got us just shredded from head it's to toe. Huge. And like, the last guy you would want to run into in a dark alley. Like, the absolute last guy. And, I mean, I just, I've just i always liked Sean Oakman and everything. And plus, the memes were hilarious. And so those are my reasons. I believe that the, uh, the LA Wildcats are probably going to be lucky if they win a game this year. I'm just kidding. No, I think they, they could win a couple games. But I, I'm going to go with the LA Wildcats here because, uh, you know, I think that's uh, the place I'm going to go. And this next thing we got in the outline... Um, That Tristan together did a great job, by the way. Are the 49ers the new powerhouse of the NFC? Um, Tristan, I'm going to start with you, but I'm going to say, what? Go ahead, though. Sorry, go ahead. I think they are. I
2: think they're going to be good for a while. Um, I mean, that was their first year, really, with, you know, solid quarterback play on Jimmy Garoppolo. And they have a young team, a young, healthy team. Minus Emmanuel Sanders, but the, he's only, he's probably the oldest guy on the team, and he's only what, 32, 31. Yeah, but guy. yeah, to see what Shanahan was able to do with them in their first year with or the first two years to take them from what, it, a 10 loss season, a season ago or two years ago, yeah, yeah, the Super God. Bowl.
3: Yeah. Back,
2: yeah, they got dominant really fast. And I think everybody on defense is pretty young, minus Richard Sherman. Um, Grab a Sher-
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. He's not that old either, but uh, I don't know. I just don't really see any way they're gonna slow down unless it falls on Jimmy Garoppolo. I think he's the only t- he's the only thing that could slow the team down. Um, I don't know. I think the coaching's too good. Besides having the coach that's the champion of blowing Super Bowl leads, uh, <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. I think they're really good. They're they're really young. They're really talented, and I do think they're gonna be probably one or two or three seed for. The next the foreseeable future, in my opinion.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Mr. Connor, are the 49ers gonna be are they like the biggest powerhouse in the NFC right now?
1: Yes and no. So I um it's it's hard. So I think next year they're gonna be great again. Um I think three of their twenty-two starters are on, or three of them are only up for free agency, they have everybody else back. Uh but I mean, let's be real here, to win a Super Bowl in the NFL, I mean, it takes the right talent, the chemistry, the coaches. I mean, it's like this magical recipe that's really hard to come by. Um, and you know, since 2010, I just found this a little nugget today: uh, the Patriots. Okay, they're the only ones that lose the Super Bowl and then win it the next year. Uh, so really, history ain't on their side here um, to to go win the Super Bowl next year. Um, and then looking at you know, they traded you know when they traded for D. Ford and uh, Sanders, they you know they traded away their second, their third, and their fourth round picks for the 2020 draft. So they got that first round pick. Um, other than that, they're going to be pretty bare there coming up, and you know for the future. Mm-hmm. And uh, and you know, and the last thing is, when you have success in the NFL, it usually breeds opportunity. Um, eventually, you got to pay all those guys, and you know that leads promotions, coaches leaving, going somewhere else. Their D backs coach is now the D coordinator in Cleveland, mm-hmm. um, Coach Woods. And uh, so you know, it's hard to keep everybody together. You know, there's not enough money to go around. Coaches want that promotion. Um, I, I I just don't see it happening. You know, next year they're going to be good. But after that, I could see them, you know, start trending down. Yeah.
0: yeah. Here's my thing. The last time I checked, the tape never lies. I think that tape is such an underrated thing when it comes to football that it, it honestly can change uh, the outcome of, of the next game. It can change a, a lot of the outcome mm-hmm. of the next season. Once teams see what the 49ers are mm-hmm. doing with the tape that they have from this year, I feel like this now I'm not taking anything from what the 49ers did. What they did this year I, it shocked everybody. When they, when when I don't know who ever said shocked the nation, but the the 49ers <laughs> might have come up with it because they they shocked the nation by going to the Super Bowl. And to me I still believe that it's going to come down to how well they can run the football if they crea- if uh, Shanahan's creativity really can um, If not take a step forward, at least stay around the same thing and not blow a Super Bowl lead, man. Like, I think it's going to come down to really how uh, if if teams can catch up. I think NFL teams will catch up Mm -hmm. because of the use of tape. Look at the Rams. Yeah. And I think that, you know, I'm not going to say they're a one-year wonder. I think they're going to be in the playoffs next year. But I just don't see them being able to run the football as effectively because – of, uh, don't get me wrong, Raheem Mostert's a really good running back. But they'll have Jarek McKinnon coming back, who's actually a really good running back. Um, He's from the Vikings. Uh, He can can run. He can catch. So I think you're going to have some questions as who is going to get the ball most of the time. Uh, And plus, I'm not 100% sold on Jimmy G. I don't know. Uh, obviously, they're going to run the football 95% of the time, and they've got George Kittle, so it's not like you need a, a magical quarterback to go ahead and do that. Like You don't need an Aaron Rodgers. You don't need a Brett Favre. You don't you, you don't even need any of those guys. Maybe even Kirk Cousins could do it. I don't know. I, that might be a stretch. Um, but my point is that it doesn't matter who the 49ers uh, have a quarterback for the most part until you get to that Super Bowl game, the big one, because I still think it's going to come down – to how well they can run the football and their defense, like you said, they've got only three guys going to hit in free yeah, agency, loaded. and their defense is absolutely loaded. And Nick Bosa, I'm going to say it right here, is he's going to be he's going to have 100 sacks before he hits 30. I'm going to say that right now, 100 sacks before he hits. Stays 30.
1: healthy, yeah. Yeah, he's an animal.
0: And I still think that uh, the 49ers are they're re- they did kind of rejuvenate the running game, like they showed what they can do. You know, hitting that zone and you know some of the creativity that they they did in the Super Bowl with. Uh, I'm hit, I'm trying to blink the wide receiver,
1: Debo Samuel, and Debo Samuel. Yeah, he's fun like, to watch.
0: I was like I was really impressed with how well they were able to really create those running opportunities. So I don't think they're going to be as as dangerous as they were because I think some teams will catch out catch on, but they will be in the playoffs. Um, and that's, I mean that's that's it. They're going to be in the playoffs. So, um, as far as uh what's next? Chargers making a mistake by letting Philip Rivers walk. I'm going to take this one real quick if Go that's okay it. with y'all. No. It's not a mistake to let Mr. Philip Rivers walk. And I think this goes back to the Cincinnati Bengals with Marvin Lewis when they decided to part ways with him. I still think that uh, he deserves to be an NFL head coach because he's, uh, he absolutely was the only reason that the Bengals were ever relevant. And I still, even though Mike Zimmer was the defensive coordinator, and their defense was scary back then. Yeah, but good. let's be honest about something: sometimes it's just better to let someone walk away. Mm-hmm. Like to, it, sometimes it's best to get someone new in the front office or in the, in the in the organization that has a different way of looking at things. I don't know if it's their current head coach. I don't know, but I'm saying that uh, letting Philip Rivers walk was was a great way to uh, really maybe pump something new to the Chargers because now uh, Melvin Gordon is a good running back. They've got some tools um defensively they got some guys you have to watch out for and i still think that you know philip rivers despite how great he has been in the past even when he had lt and a pretty respectable defense i understand you couldn't beat the indianapolis Colts, you couldn't beat uh, the the patriots i understand that but at the same time if you're a franchise quarterback you have to find a way to win those games and he wasn't able to do that so i don't think that it's a big mistake letting philip rivers walk i believe it's uh I, i i honestly as much as he, as impressive as he's, as he's been, it's time to let him go and let him walk and uh, see where else he can end up. Um, uh, Tristan, you want to take it over from here? Sure.
2: Yeah, I think I would probably say yes and no, um, because what are the odds they're going to be? I mean, they they they've been in contention the last few years, besides this year. I mean, they've they've been in the playoffs. Um, they've had a lot of opportunities, but I don't think the odds are very good that they're going to find another quarterback right away. That's going to Propel them back into contention. That's better than Philip Rivers. No. So I kind of think they finally just accepted that they're gonna start maybe rebuilding a little bit,
0: mm-hmm. and
2: just went ahead and let them let them go, and kind of probably kind of just gave up on trying to win a Super Bowl. Honestly, because without Philip Rivers, I, I don't if unless they get I don't know. There's a couple good free agent quarterbacks, but Tom Brady. Tom. Tom <laughs> no. Tom, if Tom Brady goes, <laughs> He's going there. if he goes anywhere uh we'll save the predictions for later but yeah, okay, uh, okay 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 you know. <laughs> yeah i don't know i don't really know i was i was kind of surprised because i think he's a really good quarterback but he throws a hell of a lot of interceptions kind of like Jameis winston yep. maybe you know when it's time on, <laughs> he should he should go get lasik too but uh, <laughs> I
0: couldn't believe he got LASIK like that was like the funniest thing I've ever seen like he legitimately got uh, LASIK after the season that I was, works like, I was like yeah watch him throw like two picks next year. I know 30 touchdowns but like oh lord like that's that's not good um uh, Ben was it a mistake
1: no there are offensive lines in shambles um he's getting older uh that like Tristan said they're kind of in that mini rebuild right now I don't think they have any you know I don't think they have any intentions to go win a Super Bowl here anytime soon um you know, I guess I could do a prediction where he lands right now. I don't know, but if you guys will let me go ahead. Um, bold one here, I think he goes to the Colts. Um, over Jacoby Brissett, Melvin Gordon said that's where he'll probably land at. So I'm gonna go with Melvin here. Um, and on top of that, you know, looking at their coach, Steve Sarkeesian, their OC, and then Frank, uh, Reich, their heads, their head coach. Um, all they both coached him in San Diego uh, when they were in San Diego. Um, so they have a lot of. Um, a lot of connections there, and you know they run the same playbook, same offense that Philip ran when he was successful. So I expect him to kind of go there. And the Colts are there, you know, they have a good defense, they got some weapons. Um, I think Philip Rivers has two good years left in him, mm-hmm. so I could see uh, the, them you know pursuing him pretty aggressively, um, bringing in a guy that's familiar with the system and and trying to win some games there. Mm-hmm.
0: I I agree with that. I just think that uh, it's not a mistake for the Chargers. I felt like. Maybe last year, two years ago, they were like a, a serious contender. But I just, I never got that it factor from, from Rivers. Like I just never felt like never he was worried actually, about him. No. no, like, like seriously, like you kind of knew it wasn't that he was necessarily going to choke. It's just that I don't, I did like that that clutch factor that some of the quarterbacks have, like Aaron right. Rodgers, Brett Favre. Like you just, you weren't afraid of him. Like he like you exactly said it. Um, the Redskins have released, uh, are going to release Josh Norman. I, I have found that hilarious, by the way, and I'll get into that later. See I'm, I'm going to let you go first because uh, I think this was kind of fun.
1: <laughs> well, Josh Josh, Gor- I, Josh Norman, sorry. Not Josh Gordon. Josh Norman. <laughs> he's um, wrong
0: dude. He's, yeah. uh, he's gone. Long a, gone. A, uh,
1: well, he struggled for one. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I do think I, he'll be in the NFL next year. Really? And, uh, you know, there's three teams I kind of see where he'll land at or my, where I'll predict where he'll fit in and land. That would give him a chance. Um, Buffalo Bills is number one. Uh, Sean McDermott was his D.C. down mm-hmm. in Carolina when, uh, sorry, Norman had his breakout year down in 2015. So I could see him going there. They need some secondary help anyways, up in Buffalo. Uh, next one here, I could see him going to the Minnesota Vikings um, for one reason only, and that's because the Vikings need to completely overhaul their secondary just Hold on. Hold clean on. house. Over-
0: well, Harrison Smith is an all-pro. Okay, okay, yes, yes. And, and Anthony Harris, by the way, was the last two years the number one rated safety according to Pro Football Focus. But other than that,
1: you're right. Corners, cornerbacks. Thank here. you. Okay, they yes. need to get okay. rid of everybody, okay. and I agree. they're going to have no other choice but then decide Josh Norman. So, okay. um, uh, I can see him going to Minnesota, and then the Miami Dolphins is another team I could see him going to. Um, just bring him in to be a, um, you know, hopefully, be a good locker room guy, and then hopefully that he shows that he has something left in the tank and use him as a as an asset for trading. You know, when it comes to trade deadlines. So Josh Norman, he'll be in the NFL next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, where at? I don't know. Um, but. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, he's a drama queen, like all of them.
0: Yeah, I know that's. I mean, the corners <laughs> and wide receivers, those are probably are the biggest divas. I don't know. That's another question, another topic for another time. Yeah. Probably. Um. Okay, Tristan, Josh Norman. Why was it hilarious? And oh uh, man, he's gone. That's crazy. Yeah, I think,
2: Ron Rivera doesn't like the dude. I don't know. <laughs> clearly it's <is> about him. <laughs> I mean, he worked with him down in Carolina, and as soon as he as soon as he gets hired in Washington, he goes ahead and boots Norman. But. I don't know. I just feel like he doesn't like him. If I was a coach like Rivera, a very respectable coach, yeah. I probably I probably wouldn't like players like that either because he got rid of a very good receiver too, didn't he? Just recently. I'm not uh, sure. I haven't,
1: really, oh, I I haven't seen anything. Though. No, I haven't seen yeah, anything. Yeah, they, they
2: got rid of a pretty good receiver today or yesterday. Or they they had, they announced they were cutting one. Not uh, okay. their best receiver, but a pretty good one. Red, the Redskins? The Redskins, yeah. I, I can't yeah. remember his name, but I was pretty surprised that they just said they were going to release him. But I just feel like... <laughs> uh Rivera's a no nonsense type of dude and he doesn't want any of that crap but uh-huh. yeah I kind of <laughs> hope I never thought about it until Ben said it but I hope he ends up in Minnesota I yeah,
0: I, too. I, uh, I, I like Josh
2: Norman I really like Josh Norman and I like when he gets to play against Aaron Rodgers because I mean Josh Norman talks a lot of trash but he has the utmost respect for Aaron Rodgers I mean every time he talks about Aaron Rodgers he refers to him as the wizard so
0: <laughs> <laughs> it'd be I cool still to think. think if if they divide, if the Vikings do get Mr. Norman, I think it could be good and bad, and here's why. Uh, but but first, I want to kind of look at this. It was you were right. It was Paul Richardson that the that the uh, 49ers or the Redskins, Redskins excuse too. me, got rid of, and he was actually a pretty respectable. I used to play with this guy all the time on Madden. Uh, no, he's fast. He's he's fast. He's uh he's not too big, but he's from L.A. Uh, list, so you can go crazy about that. Uh, He had 12 total touchdowns in his career, but he had over 700 yards with the Seahawks in in, in 2017. Um, Pretty good, respectable wide receiver. Um, Only in in the NFL, what, six years? So, I mean, he'll probably land somewhere else, and he's only 27, but uh, it's probably for lack of productivity, but it's whatever. Here's the thing. If Josh Norman goes to the Vikings, uh, only one or two things are going to happen. Number one, Mike Zimmer is going to bop him upside the head. He's going to realize, okay, I actually have to play here, otherwise I'm gone because Mike Zimmer is a no-nonsense guy and he's what people like to call a uh, defensive back guru. I don't know if that's 100% correct because look at Xavier Rhodes, who did have an All-Pro year a couple years, a couple ago, years ago, but now goodbye. And then Trey Wayne's, I believe he was either a 10th or 11th overall pick. Uh, a couple of years ago and he just he hasn't pinned out like don't get me wrong he can run with some of the fastest NFL wide receivers but he i he doesn't know how to locate a football like that's like one of the most that's basic the, things most
1: important little ball skills he played
0: okay ben kind of played division two football at south Dakota mines
1: that's one of the first things you learn like how to locate a football right or one of them yeah i mean it's just an instinct and you either have or you don't i mean he's probably yeah. in the NFL because he can run so darn fast but yeah. i mean look at richard sherman great example i mean he's a king of ball skills he's probably one of the slower d-backs in the yeah. league and
0: I I'd be I'd be surprised if he ran a four five. I really would. No, yeah,
1: especially now with his age. But yeah, I mean,
0: and and, and plus, I still think that here's the thing: with Trey Wayne. He he ran a four three one out of the combine. That's impressive. But he never really had a ton of picks. Like he'd have one or two maybe every year. Uh, Xavier Rhodes had as many as what four or five. And the second thing that could happen, it could be just another disastrous defensive back showing uh, for Minnesota. And I don't want to say it would probably cost. Mike Zimmer's job because I, I still think that he's done quite a lot while he's yeah. been there and I, I just still think that if they're going to take a chance on him the Vikings have no room to sign a big one mm-hmm. like no like the, the, I think they're two million dollars over the salary cap right now like they literally need to cut somebody two? I it was like 12 was it really okay no, I they're going to cut
1: and be yeah. regardless they're not close
0: they're going to cut some people like yeah. they have to cut somebody or restructure some probably yeah. Everson Griffin's deal or even though he had a great year Riley Reef, he might be gone yeah. I, I just think there's a lot of different things that they're going to have to do a salary cap wise if they want to do it in free agency which I don't think is smart. I think you need to continue to draft and mm-hmm. develop because Mike Zimmer has shown the ability to draft and develop. And I, I got in uh, an argument with one of my coworkers about one of this one one of the days about how the fact that uh, the Vikings aren't can't develop any talent, can't develop any talent. I I'm, I'm pretty sure that the vast majority of the of the Vikings players still on the <laughs> roster right now are the 4th to 7th rounders. Like mm-hmm. I mean uh, Anthony Barr is still... I don't know about him. He's a first-rounder. Uh, that might be your only case other than Teddy Bridgewater. He's on the Saints! When was Dalvin Cook drafted? Dalvin Cook was drafted in the second round. Second round, okay. So Second, and second round. Rounder. And I, I think after the fourth round, I mean, you, you look at guys like Everson Griffin. I mean, uh, you look at guys like Daniil Hunter, who was a third-round draft pick. I understand that. I mean, you look at guys like Eric Kendrick, second-round draft pick. Uh, but you also got guys like seventh-round draft picks in and uh, Shamar Stephen, who bounced around a little bit. and But he's overall solid. Ola B.C. Johnson, mm-hmm. another seventh-round draft pick. Stefan Diggs? Fifth round, okay? The Vikings can develop talent, so I had to prove my point there. But no, I think it would be disastrous if he went to the Vikings uh, overall, even though he has the potential to maybe rejuvenate his career. Possibly. Does he have anything left in the tank? I don't know. I I mean, how old is he? I don't even know how old Josh Norton is there. Let's look. No, oh my gosh, I can't type. Excuse me, people. I apologize. I just want to see how old this man
1: is. Uh, he's thirty-two. And <laughs> he's at corner,
0: washed. yeah. At corner, you don't think that? I don't think that a corner I, at thirty-two years old. I know good. they
1: experimented. You know, him running some safety, mm-hmm. playing some safety, and I, I don't think it went so well. I and obviously the Vikings don't need any safety help. No. Um. So
0: I, I just don't know. Like I just don't think. Uh, it, yeah. I don't know where he's gonna go. I think maybe. We'll uh, yeah.
3: <sighs> we could well, use you.
0: What about Kevin King? I thought you guys were pretty like pretty high on him.
1: I'm 50. I like Kevin King. If Kevin yeah, just, King gets healthy, he's pretty good. Really he's not. just a polarizing dude. Like, I mean, he makes some plays and you're like, "This is an all-pro guy," and then sometimes it's just like, "Holy crap, dude! What are you doing?"
0: <laughs> I feel like that's with a lot of corners though. Like, because uh,
1: yeah. that's uh, okay. He's a first rounder though. You got to be, you know. Yeah, throw, dude. I mean,
0: I, uh, but okay, f- hardest position to play: corner or quarterback? I think it's quarterback here, but I think corner sneaks into it pretty like pretty close. Because I mean, you talk about change of direction, uh, you know, tracking the football, uh, pass interference these days. Like, I
1: say all the rules are against you. I played. Yeah.
2: I played a little bit of both. I played mostly cornerback, but I played quarterback a little in high school. I think cornerback's a lot more difficult because being a quarterback, you know, you know where everybody's running, you know where the reads you have to make, you know where to look first and second. So I don't think it's very difficult. I mean, all I like to do is look. If he's open, you throw it to him. If he's not, you don't.
0: But. <laughs> It's way more complicated than that. It's
2: it's more complicated than that, but that's the basics of it. I mean, as a corner, the receiver is always one step ahead of you. He knows where he's going.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, he knows his releases. You have no idea what he's going to do. And you also have to account for the outside runs if they come. (laughs) So I think it's a lot more difficult to play cornerback, but it's definitely more complex to play quarterback. But I do think it's easier.
0: Mm -hmm. I got to say a little bit thing about this about Josh Norman. I put Xavier Rhodes down here as a great example I th- I feel like that, like both Xavier Rhodes and Josh Norman both got paid, and then just completely fell off.
1: It, it happens so often, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, I know. I like I realize that you know a lot of these players say, "Oh, well, um, you know, you got to be able to come back and play better." Well, then do it. Like I just feel like you get paid that much money and you start to just like completely fall off. Like right. it, it sucks. Like you as a fan, I love watching Xavier Rhodes. Rose closed. That was such a cool caption. That is literally I haven't heard that in so long. <laughs> like it's been awful. So. I, I had to bring up Xavier Rhodes because I, I think the Vikings need to get rid of him. I genuinely, I've, I've matured enough to realize if he does land with somebody, because he's still not that old. I don't think he's turned 30 yet. If he has, he's not that much over it. If he can go somewhere and play respectively or even possibly rejuvenate his career a little bit, I would be all for the guy. But mm-hmm. I, I still think that, you know, he's got some attitude things that I, I, did, I didn't know how to react to, especially, you know, the, as a corner, if you get torched. I played corner my junior in high school. When I got torched, I took it as a learning experience. Okay, you know what? You got me this time. (laughs) I'm going to be back next rep. I I feel like every time he gets beat, he's always looking around at a safety or he's looking around to see who missed the fault. Yeah, I'm like, okay, one of the biggest things in this life I've I've found out is the first part to fixing any problem is admitting that there is one. uh, Is one, excuse me. So I feel like you got to be able to learn on the fly here. I don't know. Um, Tom Brady. There is a lot of people saying that he's going to go to the Raiders. Uh, they're saying that maybe people maybe he returns to the Patriots. Personally, I don't know. I put him down as a surprise pick here, and I, I'll, I'll go into this later. Um, I, uh, Trist, I'm going to start with you as to who you think he will go to. Or did you want to add anything about the Miami Dolphins? Or are you pretty good to go? Uh, no, source? you're good. Yeah. Okay, Trist, nobody cares. cares about Miami. But <laughs> yeah, they don't even care about themselves. <laughs> That's why they're yeah. trying to tank. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Go ahead.
2: I'm, I'm pr- pretty. You know, I'm pretty good at these prediction things. Um,
0: cool. I don't know how he does it.
2: Like, But uh, if I had to pick where Tom Brady is going to go, he's either going to sign a one-year deal with New England or he's going to sign a two-year deal with Indianapolis, I think. I don't think, no matter how much money of the Raiders offer him, I don't think he takes it. I think, oh, Really? I, I, I don't know. I just think there's going to be way too much hype around the Raiders already in their new stadium. I don't yeah. think he'd get along with John Gruden. He's probably five times as smart as John Gruden. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And I don't, I personally don't like John Gruden as a head coach. Like, I liked him way more as a broadcaster. I just, he, I in my, in my opinion, he doesn't have the attitude where he's going to make guys listen. Yeah, I don't know if I could play like, more. Like, I don't, I can't take him seriously. Like, I just couldn't. If I was on, if I was one of his players, I wouldn't be able to take him serious. Yeah. Because his lingo is kind of weird. I don't know. But. <laughs> <He's a goof. laughs> I, he is a goof. Like, <laughs> I cannot see Tom Brady going there. Their offensive line is garbage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, Brady would get hurt and, and he'd get his career ended there within five games probably. Josh but,
3: Jacobs
0: though, I mean he's a respectable running back. For them. She's
2: a yeah, he's, he's a beast. He's a beast. But other than
0: that, who do they have like for whiteouts? Yeah, good point. <laughs> uh, they had Antonio Brown. Like I don't know if that helps. Amari and and Cooper. Uh, and Amari Cooper, yeah. But then they uh, traded him away.
2: According to AP, you know, he says he's going to go wherever Tom goes. So Adrian
0: Peterson.
1: No, A B.
0: A B. Okay, I got you. I think the Raiders.
1: I heard the Raiders were back in talks with Antonio Brown getting him a yeah. contract. Yeah. So, a... See the...
0: uh, when are we I decided to see with the Why not we just think the can He'd yeah. be great the in Bulls Vegas,
1: make,
0: yeah. The
2: Colts make way too much sense, I think. I mean, they got the O line. They have talent. Like just yeah. go win a Super Bowl there and retire. Like
0: I don't know if you guys have watched you since you brought up their offensive line talent. I think their left tag or left guard, I'm trying to remember his name, played for Notre Dame. Just dudes in uh, the Colts. Uh Quentin Nelson. Yeah, Quentin Nelson. He is mean. Like he yeah. kills people. Like
3: he's a dude.
0: I don't know if you guys have watched his highlights though, but like when he when he sees somebody on the ground, he doesn't care. He jumps on him. Like I was like, this dude is trying to end lives like this. Oh yeah. Like that's I know that's an offensive lineman. That's what you want to do, but this guy takes it seriously. <laughs> New like level. good lord. But I mean, no, here's the thing. Tom Brady, uh, I think he's got a shot to go to the Vikings, and let me explain why. <laughs> let me I know I sound a little blasphemous. Let me explain why. If the Vikings don't, like, do something with Kirk Cousins' deal, okay, he's not going to the Vikings. I'll, I'll, then I could see that not happening. But if they do do something with the contract, I think that Tom Brady could go to the Vikings because they've got a run game. They've got a defense that's uh, – this last year, in, in points scored, they were number five. or they were, They're in the top ten in, in points allowed. Uh, run defense, I think they went down to 15th because of the 49ers game. That was rough. I'll admit that. That was rough. Um, and then – Defensively, yeah, they have to get some corners, but I, 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 I could see him considering it, if not being possible Viking. But if we're being on a much more real note here, I think some way I, I think some way he goes back to the Patriots. I really do.
1: I had to... first of all, do you think Giselle will ever move to Minneapolis? No, there's no way. There's no way. <laughs> I'm sorry, she'll put a kibosh to that immediately. <laughs> too cold. I understand. Way I understand. too cold for Giselle. Yeah. Um I agree with you though, Tom Brady to the Patriots. Um but how fun would be to see Tom Brady go to Dallas. You know how good okay. they'll be what was the other one I thought about I know that could Jerry Jones is crazy he'd do something like that oh um,
3: yeah
1: I don't know and you know Belichick I don't I think I mean it's his log. it's his he's the type of guy that'd say you know what Tom I, I don't really need you we'll find somebody else you know we kicked aside Jimmy G he'll do it to Tom Brady too I think so yeah but I think he'll end up back in back in New England you know yeah. he's a career guy there so yeah
0: and I mean this could be his last year there which I would totally understand because I mean, go out with six Super Bowl rings. Okay, did you guys see this on YouTube? I watch a lot of YouTube because I'm my girlfriend isn't here and I'm lonely. I'm just kidding. I'm not lonely. Uh, I, uh, <laughs> that, that sounded bad. Uh, no, I, I watched a lot of YouTube and one of the ads was it came up as, you know, he's basically – it looks like he's going to announce his retirement.
1: Yes, the Hulu ad.
0: Yeah, the Hulu ad. I was I pulled over because I was I was driving to Cologne to cover a basketball game and I was listening to the I was like oh crap I paused the ad and I pulled over because you remember stuff like this like you remember (laughs) NFL players retiring like this like I legitimately thought we were losing one of the game's best quarterbacks and I'm thinking okay I need to pull over because this is a big moment. It was a Hulu ad. Like, I was, <laughs> I was salty. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Oh, uh,
1: you know he did it on purpose.
0: I know he did it on purpose, but, man, you got to be real with guys like me. Like, come on, man. I, I, I missed on it. <laughs> did you see that, Tristan? Oh, yeah. Yeah,
1: as soon, was...
2: as, as soon as the commercial came on during the Super Bowl, I told Amy, I'm like, shh, shh be quiet, be quiet. <laughs> I turned it up. I turned it up, and then I saw the Hulu banners in the background. I was just like, what the hell? Like, I thought this was going to be something cool. I mean, he did say he wasn't going anywhere, but I took that as he's staying in the league. Not necessarily with New England, but yeah. I don't know. My dream scenario, you know I don't like Tom Brady very much. Um, <laughs> I respect don't. his greatness. You I don't. want him to go somewhere and get absolutely exposed for how for how privileged he's been to be in New England system. A I don't think he's very good. I honestly don't think Tom Brady's that good of a quarterback physically. I think he's really smart. I think he can make checks. He can make reads with the best of them, like Peyton Manning but when it comes to making plays when you when you leave that system and you can't throw 30 checkdowns a game i think i think you're going to get exposed and i want him to get exposed because i don't think he's that good but that's just my opinion he's got six super bowls so i can't really say a whole yeah. lot he's he didn't win all those super bowls by himself
0: yeah and I th- I think that uh, it's really reliant on Belichick here, and you, ra- you raise a lot of good points. Um, I actually wanted to bring up something that I saw earlier this week that I didn't know – I didn't know how I felt about it at first because I felt like he should this should have been gone on for a little bit longer, but Miles Garrett is now reinstated in the yeah, NFL. Yeah. <laughs> Personally, I, th- I think it's too soon, oh, <laughs> and yeah. here's why. I think it's way too soon, and the reason is you can show up. You know, it's kind of a little bit similar with the Josh Gordon situation uh, in terms of okay, yes, I've learned my lesson this time, dude. You've been caught smoking weed like six times. Like (laughs) it's over. Like you're you're done. Like I I realize you know you're you're a very gifted wide receiver, uh, and we absolutely wish nothing but the best for you. But at the same time, six times like, dude, that's over. Whatever much it was, it doesn't matter if I'm wrong on the number. It, It matters the fact this dude has been busted multiple times. And then you come over to this. This is literally—he was harming somebody. Like I, I realized the whole argument of the fact that, you know, Miles or not Miles, excuse me, uh, the, Mason. Uh, Mason Rudolph. Rudolph was trying to take off his helmet. I get that, and I it has some validity here. However, he legitimately tried to hurt someone, on, on the field, and I still think that it's it's too soon. I, I I thought it was two seasons, like the rest of that of the 2019 season
1: and the all of 2020. No,
0: That's what I thought. Uh, What did you guys think? I don't care who goes. I just think that we needed to talk about it. Go
1: Um, ahead, Ben. The NFL, you know, suspensions and rule. I mean, they're they're so bizarre. I mean, you'll do something minor and you're out for a season, and then, I mean, you do something awful and you're just you're you get a twelve game suspension slapped on it. I don't know. It's just weird how they come up with it. I wish there was more of a structured rule. Um, if you assault somebody though. Man, there's got to be some kind of – you can't just – he sat out the rest of the Cleveland Browns' awful season. It probably did him a favor, honestly, not having to play for that team um, for the rest of the year. But, uh, you know, he's back, and whatever is, is what it is, if something happens like this, though, you know, that's a problem. He just opened up a can of worms here. I mean, if something happens like that again on or off the field, you got to say, you know what, you're just out the rest of the season, mm-hmm. um, no matter how bad it is. I, I don't know. It's, I'm glad I'm not the one that's to decide who or how long someone's suspended for.
0: Mm-hmm. Tristan uh, close out the show what did you, you think? yeah I absolutely thought it was way too soon
1: it
2: surprised the hell out of me when I saw that he was reinstated I thought it was like a joke maybe mm-hmm. I thought it was the NFL Yeah, memes. I thought it was a
0: joke too <laughs> <laughs> I legitimately la- started laughing
2: but yeah there's no way he, I mean he literally assaulted somebody he didn't get into any legal trouble I mean he might I don't think he did but I don't think he did either it's no, crazy I, don't th- he I know just got <laughs> a, like, I'm he surprised just
0: got this sed- guy didn't get sued like what? The yeah, f-
2: you're getting suspended the rest of the season without pay. I mean, who cares? He's already got thirty million dollars in his bank account. I yeah. don't think he really sees a hoot. But yeah, I definitely thought it would be the rest of that season and this whole next season, mm-hmm. uh, at least. I, I don't know. I'm surprised the Browns didn't just cut his ass. I mean, if I was <laughs> a head coach, if I was a head coach, I don't care how good you are. If you're gonna do something that boneheaded, I don't want you on my football team. Like. That's how Mike McCarthy was for Green Bay. Yeah, I mean, you see, you see somebody get in trouble for smoking weed. They were gone, like that off season. They were gone. But,
3: base.
2: Yeah. Usually it wasn't somebody very good, but I don't think I would have kept him around. And I definitely don't. I think it was way too soon. Pretty surprising.
0: I am. Mm-hmm. I'm, uh, I'm actually gonna. Ethan Warber's about to call um, because I've got a. I've got a little bit of an announcement to make, um, and it's something that I. Uh, I just want to give it. A, I give it a quick shout to you know the. The Tripp County and the uh, and the Columb communities, and then uh, I think we'll put a wrap on this. Uh, but I agree about Miles Garrett due to out this entire next season. I want to start by saying thank you um, to all of the people in Tripp County that I covered. Um, but I've accepted a job at uh, KNBN News Center One in Rapid City it's been an honor like i i, I truly I, I didn't get what it meant to have your first job in a town like this or in a place or really in this industry i didn't get what it meant to have a, your first job anywhere in this industry and, and now i get it like i the great kyler mead he was my my mentor one of the guys i really looked up to um that really i i loved his, his exiting column and everything he, he did it the right way he stayed there for a couple of years i stayed nine months in trip county I just want to say thank you. Colombe has been such a great town to cover. I, I couldn't have asked for a better first job to go to, uh, but this is just a great opportunity for me, a great opportunity for my girlfriend, my family. I, I can't say thank you en- enough to everybody in Tripp County. Um, it's an incredibly hard decision. Uh, next Friday will be my last day. Don't worry. I'll c- I'll cover the uh, senior game on, on Friday and, uh, excuse me, on Monday and Tuesday. But incredibly hard decision and something that i had to uh, i had to announce because i know that it was coming out i encourage everybody to please check out my my ending column uh it'll be out on the uh, not not this coming wednesday but the wednesday after that um i i truly can't tell everybody what they've meant to me and uh, it's been an absolute honor and uh you know i just i hope that everybody uh remembers what uh, you know what, what went down and remembers how it went down and I just gotta say thank you to everybody. So, um, with that, we're actually going to, you know, uh, welcome a call pretty soon from Ethan Volber. While we're talking about jobs, I am actually doing an internship
2: for Amazon this summer, and I'm gonna get relocated as well. So, where, are
0: you, where are you going? Making
1: moves? Uh,
2: I don't know where I'm going yet. I, I interviewed on Wednesday for an area manager internship, uh-huh. and they emailed me Friday saying that they're gonna hire me for it, but they haven't like mailed me my emailed me my official offer yet but they'll send me my offer with like my location and stuff like that and i'll probably accept it so i'm going to be living away from home all summer so that'll be cool congrats
0: hey man just give us a second uh okay uh okay ethan you're on with the slide uh tristan just announced he's actually got an internship with amazon too so it might seem like everybody's leaving all of a sudden (laughs) yeah i don't like change um (laughs) i don't like people
3: leaving but i know that's part of life and as long as you guys continue to move forward, then it's a good thing. And I'm always rooting for you, too. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I know there was another reason you wanted to call – we'll, uh, we'll let this – we'll call this Ethan time, uh, you know, this last couple of minutes of the show. Go ahead, Ethan. Anything you got to say about my leaving? You, you let her rip, big guy.
3: So, uh, essentially, I, I sat down today, and I guess you can call this a farewell, farewell letter. might be me being a little bit drastic. I know we'll be in touch and everything, uh, but with you moving away, this is what I got for you. I want to thank you guys, you and Tristan, for the opportunity to let me get my final words here on the show with you guys. Uh, It's been a pleasure and honor to work with you guys on the show, and uh, especially you um, through our respective fields uh, with the paper and baseball and everything. Uh, Just in your short time in Tripp County, I can tell you that you'll be missed. Everybody that's gotten to know you and that uh, has been lucky enough to work with you uh, is and will be thrilled for you and uh, your next chapter in life. I personally was able to work with you quite a bit from a sports standpoint, and uh, you made the process of the Chaos Baseball team that we made a little bit easier with uh, your interviews, your shout-outs on the show, articles in the paper, all of that made my life a little bit easier, and I appreciate you for that. Um, Mm -hmm. Everyone that reads the paper, everyone with the Chaos Baseball team, and especially me, we wish you nothing but success professionally and personally as you continue to move forward and what you're going to do, and uh, you can you can bank on that I'm going to be sure to get a hold of you anytime the Packers beat the Vikings, which is twice <laughs> a year, and uh, <laughs> and when the Chaos win the state title in 2020 with you moving away and not covering us anymore. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, I gotta give I gotta give a little bit of a, a, a thing here. I appreciate everything that uh, that means the world to me. Um, you know I. Ethan, you can listen to the show for the you know what I said about it. But like I said, first job, first coming to this area, absolutely loved the experience and everything. But if the chaos do win the title next year, oh my. I will make the trip down for the tournament. I will make the trip down. Um, I'll do an on-field interview with yourself, Ethan Volber, uh, and I, I will post that on all my social media platforms. I don't th- I I don't th- I think I'll get fired if I tried to do that for K and But I will post on my own personal things. I will make sure that you get your deserved uh your fame because of what you guys were able to accomplish but um now appreciate uh, kind words um we appreciate it um well I leave you with this thought um everybody just once again uh appreciate you everybody for joining the show it's always been a pleasure um change does suck but i think that sometimes uh life uh, comes down to uh, what, what you have to do for yourself your family and everything and we appreciate uh me and tristan i know definitely appreciate having everybody on from trip county and don't worry you guys can come on more we'll we'll get you <laughs> to skype in and stuff um, <laughs> Um, you know, but with that, I'm going to call uh, calling into this show. Um, once again, appreciate uh, Ben. Thanks for coming on again. We appreciate it. Man. Yeah,
1: thanks for having me. Um, Ethan, uh, yes, if we win in 2020, if we win the, if we win the state this summer, uh, we're probably going to have to call the team quits. Just call it, Just hang everything up then. <laughs> <laughs> oh
3: yeah, My, it'll as be as done. Practice manager can, can win one
1: state title in two years. It's done. <laughs> it's done, baby. We'll just yeah. We'll leave on a positive note. <laughs> We will retire everybody's jerseys
0: and they'll be hung up <laughs> and uh, we'll hand out a Colton Hall Award. Yeah, MVP. there you
3: go. And uh, that's just the end. A great two years for the Clone Chaos State Champions
0: 2020. <laughs> with that, uh, <laughs> yeah, okay, wow. Uh, that would be one way to put it down. I got I to gotta be honest with you. Uh, Tristan, uh, once again, uh, good luck in, the, in your future, man. Uh, once again, we
3: appreciate everybody for joining the show. Um, but uh, make sure it's safe travels. And as always, have a good night.